Welcome to the Get Right Podcast. This is Boss is a Four-Letter Word. I am your host, Jackson, a.k.a. my friends call me Jackson, also known as J. Nice the Name, along with my other co-host. State your name, sir. Juan, a.k.a. Juan Carlos, a.k.a. Big Juan. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so um, we're just uh, doing a little late-night thing right now real quick, just uh, talking about some things and... um. But before we get to that, uh, Juan, how was your week, bro? How, how how you been since the last time we spoke on the pod? Been good, man. Been good. Just working, hanging out with the fam. Bet. Now, what about you? Been good, man. I can't complain. There was a meeting we had as far as dealing with attitudes and stuff like that. Um, not just on the work in the work work in a work environment, but also in personal environment and how we go about that too that's one thing i forgot to talk about i forgot we should be talking about but um other than that man i'm good man i'm you know like i said i can't complain um i just can't complain b absolutely so but yeah um so keep it keep it a bean with me though um what, what was uh what's uh what um what's your biggest problem with uh management right now as far think, as being go ahead i'm sorry no nah, I, I think the biggest problem with management is you know we can break this down into similar into so many categories but one of the biggest problems is you got to learn how to lead yourself before you can lead others okay and, and what i mean by that is you always got to look at everything and learn how to break things down and, and keep improving and where to improve and kind of make things better and before you can lead anybody else right you know you have to be able to kind of look at everything and determine what needs help you have to be a student yeah. as well as a teacher mm-hmm. absolutely that's one of the, one of the main things it, 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 in leadership is that you know, you're not just a leader and you just sit down and, you know, dictate and delegate where things are going and what everybody's doing. You got to be in the trenches with them. You got to work with them. You know, in the right. beginning of my management career, I always said, listen, I'm a manager. You do what I say as I say. But as I got older, I realized that you gain more respect when you're in the trenches with them. Right. See, that's the overall perspective of things. What I mean by in the current climate right now, what is the hardest thing? And um, what I wanted to, what I was hoping you would say is the lack of employment. Mm -hmm. The lack of employment was going on right now. Like what is, as a a person, as the uh, hiring manager, um, what is your biggest uh, issues when it comes to hiring these people? Um, one of the biggest issues is we're not getting anybody. There is so many people that are unemployed, but we're not getting any applicants. We're getting applicants that are, you know, just starting their their work careers. So mm-hmm. we're, we're getting these 14, 15, 16-year-old kids, and there's nothing wrong with them because, you know, they need a place to start. Right. But that's all we're getting. And I have a feeling that there's so many reasons of why we're not getting applicants. One topic is it's the wages. Right. Mm-hmm. But before we get to the wages, 
Um, let's stay on the lack of unemployment. I mean, lack of employment right now. We all know that it may possibly be the wages, but it might be some other stuff too on why that we're going to unpack that. I believe that in a, in a grand scheme of things besides the wages, yes. But also I believe that people just don't want to work anymore. Mm -hmm. Younger people just don't want to work anymore. They found ways of other streams of income like, uh, you know, I talked about it in my one podcast before, I mean, my one episode before with uh, JT that um, actually the first episode and I told, you know, he, he was saying, oh, you know, Uber and, and DoorDash and stuff like that, like free um, enterprise, or I should say, uh, um, what's the word, I'm trying to think of the word, um, freelance, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. freelance um, is a big thing right now, what's going on, it's like you're not... We're not going by the same norms now as far as just hiring an employee for them to work. Now we're just, it's a thing where, you know what, if I'm going to work for you, you're hiring my service. You're not hiring me. I'm not working for you, but I would do a service for you. Oh. They say in the future, <clears throat> I'm sorry, go ahead, what you about to say? No, I was just agreeing with that. That yeah. I never thought about it like that. Well, they say in the future, this is the thing what's going on at HR. As you know, some of you people may know out there. Some people may not know that I'm in school for HR. I've been doing HR work as far as management. Um, I've done the HR li liaison work for the past six years on and off. Um, so I know a little bit about HR. I mean, you know, I'm not the I'm not actually HR person, but I know a lot about HR and I'm in school for it. So I know a decent amount enough i know pretty pretty much i know more than an entry-level hr employee i know that for a fact but what's going on now is in the future they're saying now with these hr people now are talking about is they're not talking about hiring no more they're talking about not hiring for employees they're talking about hiring freelance work meaning contracted like the, in the future there will be a time where we will be hiring contractors for work even if they're you know 16 17 or whatever it's a con like it's going to be contracted work now like this is what you have to wear why i mean this is what you have to work da, 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 for this amount of time and when that time come up instead of a you know how how we do at the end of the year or a 90 day probation or you know the next year you know we do a review yeah. instead of a review in, in their face it's a contract in their face wow that's what's going to happen in the future because this is getting out of hand. Absolutely. This whole thing with is. this whole, yeah, with this employment stuff is getting out of hand. And people rather, people who are employ, employees or people who are employed rather deal with that in opposed of dealing with, with the company directly. It gives them empowerment and it gives the company employees to do their job. So um, that's what I was told. I, I heard about that um, through the grapevine. They may be doing some stuff like that as far as just not even not even hiring employees, just in hiring contractors. Wow. It doesn't matter if it's me, you, whoever. So what does that mean? That means, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to let you respond to that. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'll keep going. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, Go definitely. Ahead, you know, that's just a little weird for us to, to fathom is the fact that, you know, I never thought about it as people hiring services i just thought about people working and you brought that up it just kind of threw me for a loop 
you know, Damn, and it, it, it's like basically being an independent contractor at that point. That's basically what it is. In the future, instead of stuff like, um, and they may they may convert to it, but stuff like um, Indeed or or Glassdoor or there's going to be like an app where you can just be like, look, let me, you know, let me click on this job. Let me work at Chick-fil-A for like such and such amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And just click on the app and just that's how you apply and stuff like that. It's going to be just as fast as applying for, you know, uh, your car to get on Uber or Lyft or something like that, which it took me back. You know, everybody know or not everybody know, but some people know that I also drove for Uber and Lyft. I'm a retired Lyft driver. So, you know, what I mean, you'll see it on my TikTok, but um, and they, you know, it's it takes about a good 40 hours to apply for it because they want to run your background. They want to do this. They want to do that. And everything's online. All, all I have to do is click on my license, click on my registration and insurance. It's going to be the same thing when you do your I-9s. Click on your, you know, on your on your license, your birth certificate, blah, 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 blah. It goes right into a database. All right, let's see this person qualify, yada, yada, yada. This person qualified, cool. If they is, it ain't going to be no interview. And that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to talk to tell this to my wife, like, yo, like, I'm tired of the interview process. Like, that's my thing. Like, I, you know, even though I'm an HR person, I know I sound contra, I sound like a hypocrite. I sound contradictory. But on the other side of that, that desk, on the other side of that table, I hate being on that other side. I love being the interviewer, but I hate being the interviewee. If you can eliminate that, I'm pretty sure you'll get a little bit more people. You get more people that will apply for these jobs and then they'll be more eager to because people don't like the interview process. I hate it. Like I literally legit hate it, especially don't yeah. don't give me a video. Give me the video uh, virtual, John. Like I'd rather be in person. OK, cool. But in the virtual interviews. Oh, hell no got to go bro i ain't i ain't even i don't even trying to apply for you real talk <laughs> if that's the case like but at the same time if you really want the job you you know what i'm saying you'll do what you can to get the job yeah <clears throat> it kind of reminds Every, me of a staffing agency basically basically you know, yeah yeah it's it's, it's gonna be on it's gonna be on to that it might be real talk i mean shoot it can mess around and, and get rid of you know, guys like me, you know, recruiters or guys like you, I mean, but you're on the recruiting side, you're like you recruiter, but you're not just recruitment, but you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like it can get rid of that and just have the apps. And then the next thing, next thing you know, we're just working off apps and then we're contracted for that company to run that app at that company as recruiters. If you get what I'm trying to say, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, that's what's going to happen in the future. I don't know how long if we're still here. If Biden ain't mess it up, <laughs> and Trump already <laughs> did, but you know I'm going to get on that. But it's um it's one of those things, man, where you know you have to you have to move on with the times. Now the people who disagree with that aren't going to be progressive. They're going to be old heads. They're going to be you know what I'm saying whatever. But it's going to have to be a time where this whole independence thing is going to rise. But it's going to have to be for the benefit of all parties. And a lot of these companies need to get on board. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's what they're saying on the streets nowadays. Be saying that. And ma majority of the time, like we I know we have an issue hiring people. And I'm sorry, you said you had an issue hiring people. I mean, let's be honest. It's the wages on that end. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, if you want to elaborate. If you want to elaborate before I yeah. ramble off, go ahead. Babe. I mean, right now, 
you know, we work where we work and, and we're at a, I wouldn't say competitive rate right now, but I kind of like where we're at, to be quite honest. We're, mm. at, we're at minimum wage. My only thing is all these companies that are jumping to 15, 16, $17, I get it. They're, they reach that amount now because they're going to have to reach that amount within the next couple of years to be at 15. Mm-hmm. So they looking at it like, why not do it now, get all the workers, but by the time they reach, you know, minimum wage at 15, when it has to go up to 15, they're not going to leave any room for the workers to grow. That's what I feel like. And if we continue at the rate that we're going at, I feel like, you know, every year, you know, when minimum wage goes up, the employer, the employees get raises and it kind of gives them an incentive to continue rather than just get it all in the beginning and say stuck at that amount. Okay. Okay. I get what you're saying. Um, I, I had an argument, not an argument, but I had a debate with my wife, um, back when the whole, uh, minimum wage thing was going on. And she was like, no, everybody should get the 15 and yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter. And I told her, listen, I said, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you why she, she fought me tooth and nail, but I told her, listen, this is very bad. The 15th for everybody is bad because not everybody can. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do it in a, I'm going to tell you this in a nutshell. Cause we was going off for like, we was going on and back and forth. Like, you know, I'm telling her like, listen, yo, like I'm an employer. I know what I'm talking about. Like, listen, <laughs> but she's, you know, she's for the people. So I get, I get her, I get her stance and I respect that. But she was like, um, yeah, no, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, listen, you have to understand this. I can be a big time corporation. Not every employee or not every employer brings in the same revenue as everybody else. Everybody's different. I don't, if I'm a mom and pop shop, I can't afford $15 an hour because I'm not making that much. But if I am a, a little Caesars or a Sam's club or something like that, it might be different. But even at that, a, a Little Caesars, which is a franchise, privately franchised company, versus uh, a Sam's Club, which is not a privately franchised company, they two different banks. That's mm-hmm. big bank versus little bank. Just because Sam's Club can afford $15 an hour, if anything, they can afford more than that. But don't mean Little Caesars can, because they may not make the same vo- money in the same volume. I said the better thing to do is go based off of... and probably not as good it's probably not a good idea anyway either way we're screwed but i was gonna oh, say absolutely. go based off a tier system meaning like if it's if it's a residential not a residential but if it's a privately owned business maybe you know it might be this amount of money and then if it's a resident i mean um a commercial place maybe it's this if it's a corporate place maybe it's that like not everybody should start off at 15 or whatever the case may be because that just it, it, it's, it makes it sound like, oh, everything is fair, but when it's not. No. I've seen on TikTok this lady, she saw, she stitched a video of seeing a, uh, McDonald's paying $17 an hour. And she was like some kind of like um, in, the, in the medical field. I'm trying to remember what she was. I think she was like a, um, she might have been massage therapist, but like a medical joint, like a physical therapy, PT. I'm sorry, PT. And she was like, yo, I make that much. So you mean to tell me I went to school to do all this, got to pay for the school, 
yep. took the time in to do it just to make the same amount as any person off the street can make flipping burgers. You, it, it doesn't work that way. It's not an even. This is. It's not even. It's not fair. Like, oh, everybody starts off at fifteen. It's fair. No, it's not fair. And I'm gonna tell you what else before before I give you the mic, sir. You know, you know what else is not fair? What? That any fifteen year old or four, or seventeen year old come in the game first job and they making fifteen dollars an hour the same as you know uh, Bethany that was working you know here for X amount of years. They she finally get up. She started off at you know whatever whatever, but she gets up to fifteen dollars an hour. Everybody's subsidized. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Nah, you get I, what I'm saying. And a oh. lot of these employers, yeah, a lot of these employers aren't going to take it. Like, oh, okay, you know what? I got to subsidize now. So that means if my minimum wage was twelve dollars an hour or eleven dollars an hour, and my managers were at thirteen, fourteen dollars an hour, which is a what, uh, you know, could be a two, three dollar difference. Not managers, but shift leaders or whatever the case may be. Maybe a two dollars difference. Now, if it's fifteen, I might have to raise it up to seventeen or eighteen. They're not going to do that. They may raise it up a couple cents, maybe a dollar max. Some of these employers and some of these employers because they're greedy. Yeah. Everybody starts at fifteen, and it's not fair because that's what's going to happen to some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know to touch back on that you know, where the McDonald's employees making 17 and the physical therapist speak up a little bit Uh, back to what we were talking or what you said when the McDonald's employees making 17 and the physical therapist making 17. The only Mm. difference is the physical therapist is going to be able to go up in wages while the McDonald's employees is going to stay stagnant and continue to make the same amount. And make the same amount because why would they go up? It's minimum wage or it's a little above minimum wage. And there's no room that to get anywhere else. That's why I said, you know, for corporations or, or any business to just make that quick jump to 15, take the, the hit now rather than, you know, the next couple of years, take little chunks, little chunks and little chunks. They take it all then and there. And there's no room for growth there. Yeah. It, it, but this is another thing too, though, with that 17, that 17 is also going to be part of the economy. Yeah. So um, you have little, you know, such and such making this amount of money and, you know, you know, misses such and such, which is older and been more seasoned, making the same amount. The money ain't going to match because that person still is going to need more money to raise her kids or to, you know, do what she got to do when the other kid where the kid that's making that amount don't need that much money technically. Cause she still live with her parents. She's still, you know what I mean? Only me. Yep. She made, she not going to save it. Cause we don't know how to save. I'm talking about not even we, as far as millennials, I'm talking about the, the, uh, disease and, and the, uh, below her, you know what I mean? Like they don't know how to save. They're not going to save. They don't believe in saving. So, it messes up the money. But then another thing is too, because everything go, everybody's wages go up. Everybody's prices go up. Groceries go up. The the uh, cost of living goes up. The cost of living goes up. So it's not, that's what I'm saying. Like it don't matter. Like people like, Oh yeah, $15, $15 fam. It's not going to matter because these companies in order to pay that salary, they're going to raise the prices up anyway. Mm -hmm. Like it don't matter. 
Your mm-hmm. best bet is to grind hard. Like we talked about the last time is to just grind hard, B. And if you got to do a side hustle, sorry. I mean, yeah. sorry, bro. I, uh, I was reading uh, a couple years ago and it, 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 it was an article about, you know, the cost of living in each state. And yeah, Jersey. Yeah. And in Jersey, in order to survive, I think it, it was a one bedroom apartment. You needed to work. Uh, two jobs automatically right off the gate in order to survive in a one bedroom apartment mm-hmm. and, and that was at mm-hmm. uh, minimum wage or not even minimum wage that was actually at, at a I think it was at the time I think it was $11 an hour mm-hmm. so can you imagine working two jobs just to get by you know in a one bedroom apartment that's insane the minimum wage raise is not going to matter either way by doing that because like yeah. I said, everything else is going to raise. You're going to have to work two jobs. I mean, in Jersey, man, as I always tell people, like we live in Jersey, we second highest expensive. We the second most expensive state in the world, if not the most expensive state in the world. Like it's either you move out, go somewhere, go into another state, you know, or you can hustle it out. Yeah, that's what because I did. even if you get that career job and stuff like that, you still it's not still won't be enough because everything is high. Absolutely. Everything is high. So you can sit there and be like, oh, well, I do this while well, I work two jobs. Okay, fine. It's not enough. I promise yeah. you, unless you're making a hundred, unless that job is you making a, you know, I think it's um the wage is you need to be, I quote, quote, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think you need to make. 65,000 to survive in Jersey or and above or 75 is something like that. I believe if, it. As a single person. I believe it, bro. Yeah, I think it, it might be more than that. It, it might don't quote me on that, but I, I remember reading something like that. Like we're we're above the dollar. Like our our cost of living is above the average dollar. So like you need in order for in order to survive off a dollar, you need to make like 120, I mean a dollar 25. If you if you get what I'm trying to say, yeah. so you need that extra 25 percent of what you're making just to survive, and I think it might be more than that. I think it's like 38 cents to the dollar, extra 38 cents to the dollar. That's so, um, that, that's why I moved down to North Carolina when I did, man. Yeah, B, I know, but the the the, the problem is with Jersey is that it's convenient. Yeah. It's 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 Harlem. You know what I mean? It's Harlem <laughs> up here. That's cool. That's my for the listeners. That's my uh ace reference. Um, from uh, what is four. it? Oh, what's area paid in full reference? Where he was all like, "Oh, we need to go down to Yami. Know mean? We need to move out of here and go to go sell down there." I'm like, he'd be like, "Yo, it's Harlem, B. It's Harlem. It's Harlem. Ha- That's Harlem home. showing us love right now." Yeah, Harlem showing us love right now, B. Like every time somebody say that, I'd be like, "Yo, this Harlem, B." And they they know what I'm talking about, but you know, just for the <laughs> listeners to let you know, but. It's um, yeah, man. It's a struggle, bro. It's a struggle right now, and I think it's because I honestly also think that the hiring is not just because of the wages, but it's also because of the simple fact that you know the government giving out that bread. Oh my God, I know unemployment, bro. It's get, unemployment. I, I didn't expect it to get this bad. Like you know, what I mean, he just keep. But I thought Biden. Honestly, I thought Biden. Was going to stop all this now i'm not trying to get political because i get political enough but <laughs> i thought biden was going to stop all this but he keep prolonging it and i don't know why like i feel like he's up to something like he wants to prolong this for, for a reason but he keeps prolonging everything and it's like fam like we really don't need to things about to go bad again i get it but 
when things was getting good, like he was like, Oh, I'm going to extend it. Oh, I'm going to extend it. And it's like, fam, like we're good. Like, yo, cut, cut the unemployment off my guy. Like we don't need, like people can, you know what I'm saying? Can work. Like there's more jobs than there are people right now. There's more jobs needed than there are people in the, on the world. So like, come on, fam. I'm not trying to get political, but I would like to speak on this. I Go think ahead. it's the simple fact that if he, completely cuts it off you're gonna get a swarm of people applying for jobs and then not everybody's gonna get hired obviously so it's gonna uh-huh. create more poverty than what it is so you're gonna okay. have more poor people with no money no ways of income and it's just gonna be that way so he's i think they're just cutting it little by little by little for the simple fact that they don't want that rush of poverty to hit the economy. So right. they're just, you know, taking it little by little by little. So that I'm telling you, I could tell you right now, we've got an increase of applicants that are actually 18 and older recently. And I, and that's because it is going to run out in September, mm-hmm. not fully, but you know, they are taking a big chunk of the unemployment away. Yeah. I'm telling you now, bro, it's uh it is it is it is getting annoying um with that. Um anything else you want to touch on as far as that? Yeah, you know, I wanna to touch on some you know, some wisdom. All right, drop some knowledge, B. You know, my thought process is just the simple fact that I feel like we work in a society where everybody's a know-it-all. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to learn and gain the knowledge and wisdom that we have. You know, I've been, I tell the employees all the time, I've literally been working your entire life. I literally been mm-hmm. managing the entire time you were born. Mm-hmm. That's, that's old, man. We old, but I know, I, I know. I thought that same thing. You know, I tell them all the time, and I just feel like, you know, these kids—they don't want to listen. They just want to do what they want to do, and mm-hmm. and and not not um do anything about it. They just—they—they're just know-it-alls. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just it. Is throwing me off. It's it's the entitlement. They know it all because it's the entitlement, and it's because sometimes I have to believe it's the school system. You know, if you want to keep it a buck, it might be race involved in that too. So oh, absolutely, um, we ain't got to get you know too deep into that. You know what I mean? But you know, um, working in the job I work at, you know, and I'm t- I'm not even talking about I'm not even talking about uh, management or. HR. I'm talking about my current job that I'm in. That's not any of those. Um, it's it, they'll tell you, or you know, people in my field will tell you that it's all about race. Yeah, it's all about it. That's what it's all about. I would agree. So man. I would agree. So, and yeah. um, and I'm not just saying that just to blow smoke. I'm t- I'm actual facts. That's actual facts. But yeah, man, it's um, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I mean, even to this to this point like one of the uh, employees that we have you know i'm not gonna say his name but he literally said you know when i'm talking to him 
if I want him to like stop joking, he gave me a safe word. And that's when, you know, he'll take me serious. And I said, anything I say to you should be taken serious, no matter nah, what. So you do be playing sometime, but I got, I, I feel you though. No, you though. but like when I'm giving them wisdom, like I do joke around because, you know, you do have to have a little fun and work. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm sitting there and I'm looking you dead in your eyes and saying, listen, you got to start doing this. And he's like, is this a, you know, he says pineapple. Is this a pineapple moment? I'm just like, come on, man. Everything is wow. a pineapple moment. Wow. Pineapple moment. Yeah. I'm going to have to use, that's going to be the title of this. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple moment. But nah, yo, it's, they don't listen, yo. They don't listen. But eventually they will. Because, I mean, there was a time when we were younger and we didn't want to listen. We didn't want to hear all that, what they what they saying, whatever. I know it's 10 times worse now. Yeah. But they're going to have to learn the hard way then. And they, when they do, they're going to fall flat on their face. Mm-hmm. So they can sit here, you know, these kids can sit here and act like they got the power. But, you know, I'm more, I, that's why I like, that's why I like adults. I like working with adults more than kids because with adults, they know the game. They know, like, listen, I'm not here. I'm, I, I already know what it is. I'm not here for the shenanigans. I'm not here for the bullshit. Like, I'm here to to work. And I already know what it is. I already know this is all fake. This is all a construct. Whatever this the business model is in this job, it's just nothing but a construct. So, but I'm just here to work and get in and get out and do my job and whatever. Yeah. It's more for me than it is for you. Like that's how it is with adults. But with kids, it's 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 just a lot of problems with kids with me. Though uh, I look, I'm be open on my podcast to say that I do not like working with kids. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I don't like it. I tell I, I tell even in even in interviews, like, you know what I'm saying? I literally be like, yo, like I just gotta get rid of these kids, bro. And they'd be like, yeah, why would you think that? And I literally break it down to them like, okay, if your cells are trash, it's probably because you got too many kids. Or if it's this and this and that, it's probably because you got too many kids. And they'll be like, Oh, well, I didn't think about it like that. Yes, I'm telling you now, your productivity is probably trash in the garbage. If you got more than 40% kids running your store, your productivity is garbage. Your your sales are probably could be better. It may not be as bad, but it could be better. You have staffing issues. You have uh, probably turnover like crazy. Like it's going to be, it's it's just annoying. And requests are crazy. Everybody requests off at the same time. Yeah, because they're it, all friends. You know, you know, drama is just, I, I don't, I can't say I hate kids. I want to say the word hate, but not in the strong, not the actual word hate. But I just don't like working with kids, bro. Like twenty and up, nineteen maybe twenty and up. Like that's where I'm at with it. Teenagers, I can't say kids. I'm gonna say teenagers. Teenagers, yo, they just they just more hindrance than a help to me. Sorry. To me, I kind of like it. It they I, can be fun at sometimes. Now you always get those you always get a couple of those teenagers that's really on their job. Like you they be on their shit. Like they they be they bust it out for you. You know, they reliable. You know, their parents trained them. Their parents raised them right. Their parents taught them how to how to how to work before they started working. Not all a, of them. And not I can't get Yeah, I said not, of course not all of them. I also blame the parents too, and that's another thing. I also blame the parents too because they don't want to manage their kids at home. They'd rather wait until they get into the workforce to learn everything. 
not even a mop or a broom, nothing. Like they just don't know nothing, bro. And it's it's sickening. Yeah. Like, I mean, when we don't... first opened up, uh, when we uh, first opened up, a kid was just like, you know, it was closing time, and I said, "Go sweep," and he goes, "He didn't know what to do." What's sweep? And I said, "Go get the broom." What's a broom? I was like, you "Oh my god!" Me. I was like, "How do you clean the floors in your house?" Oh, we use a a Roomba. I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" Are me. you kidding me? Well, probably our area is kind of rich though. Like, I I surveyed your area, and um, they got money, bro. I, I don't know who you surveyed, but bet, no, Juan Carlos ain't got money like that. I mean, no, nigga, it's I ain't money broke, out there, but... fam, it's it's money out there. They they, I'm talking about like, okay, yeah, it's in. You know, what I mean, I ain't gonna say the city we at, the city we working at, but I'm gonna tell you where I'm gonna tell you that area, bro. If I put you on the call, if I take you right around, right around the corner, right up the street, it's a neighborhood, bro, that look like Bel Air and and. In Fresh Prince, bro, I promise you, like it's some it's some in the cut houses out there, kid. Trust me, I do what I do for the government. What I do, I promise you, yo, it's houses out. I was I, I had a I had a couple of cases out there. How long ago? Two, three months ago, bro. And I'm like, yo, where are these houses come? From? Like, yo, fam. Like, I drove out there and is is. They in the cut too, bro. I promise you, yo. It's rich yeah. kids in here. It's rich oh. kids. Any any anybody, I'm telling you, these kids are rich. They don't need they don't need to touch them up or broom. If anything, they probably get maid service too. Yeah, nah, I, I agree. We had actually a kid when we first opened up. Um, he was a good worker, but he literally I think he was 17, going on 18. He literally told me he doesn't have to work. I said, Why are you working? And he goes, Because my dad wants me to. But the issue mm. being is it's his, still a dad, problem. his dad made six figures. He was a debt collector. He owned a debt collecting company. Mm. And he literally, he said, my dad makes six figures. I don't need to work. That, so, the pa- so you're wasting time, though, because the passion ain't there. Like, you don't want to work. Right. I mean, he didn't, obviously, he's no longer there. He's been, he's been separated from the company, you know, since we first opened up. I think he only lasted, like, we opened up in November 2019. He probably lasted six months before he went away to to college. And I don't even... I never heard of him since. So... You got to tell me who that was off mic. Yeah. I I don't know if you remember him, but... I, I, I probably will, but it's... Yeah, man. It's just... You got to... Like, the area where... The area you're in... It's 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 a struggle as well because you have a lot of other businesses out there too that's competing. And then what's the name just opened up? Um, um, Marshall's just opened up behind you. Yeah, yeah. If you saw that, like it's stores opening up back up again. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of business out there. Be it's a lot of business out there that you're competing with. And you know if if you know if you were able to raise up the the wages, the starting wages. I know you don't have that power, but I mean, if if wages is we talk about competitive, competitive, competitive wages. The wages, some of these wages ain't that competitive, bro. Like it's no competition. Like right. you know what I'm saying, like no, like I said, cross- we're, we're not competitive. I'd be the first to say it. Right, we're not competitive, and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with not being competitive right now. So, but I however, think if, go ahead. You no, know, however, we we shoot ourselves because everybody's going for these 
jobs that are already jumped up to 15, 16, 17 dollars an hour, but we're still, you know, five, five hours under that. You know, right. so who who you think everybody's gonna go for? They're gonna go for the high paying jobs, and then you know we'll get the bottom of the barrel, because that's right. basically what's gonna happen. Going so. But this is the thing, though. All money ain't good money. Let me tell you why. Oh, absolutely. I I um saw something. It was, it, and I go by this motto too. Even as uh, an, an applicant and uh, an employer. And it said, you think, you think, uh, uh, let me, let me get this right. Let me get this right. It said, you think it was like, you think, you think an expert is expensive. Imagine how much it costs to hire a beginner. Like it was just like, wait, cause you, you got to think hiring a beginner, hire, hiring a low, inexperienced person. I should say that I'm not going to say a low person, an inexperienced person costs more in the long run than hiring an experienced person. It's going to cost money in the back end and maybe in the front end. I mean, not in the front end. You look like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, this person, I pay this person this much a month. I mean, a, a month of uh, an hour for this much and this much a wage per year or whatever like that. They're cheap. Cheap. La- There's such thing as cheap labor, too. Just like there's such thing as cheap cars, you know, cheap materials when you build in something uh cheap clothes or cheap stuff like that the stuff deteriorates after a while or it breaks down after a while or it doesn't last when you want it to last you are going to pay for that absolutely and so to touch on what you said about you know hiring a beginner is more expensive than hiring an expert absolutely because the beginner you have to waste labor to train them yep. first and foremost the most about and then if they don't get it, you got to give them more get training. Get rid of them and you just no, lost it up. Yeah. You know, you, you invested so much time into them. So, yeah. So, it's like, why not raise the the minimum, raise that minimum rate? Because I can't say minimum wage because it's, you know, federal and a federal thing. But why not raise, raise your minimum or your starting rate? for the professionals to come in for the, you know, the seasoned people to come in to help run your business, bring up your stuff, less problems, less drama, more sales, more morale, um, you know, things of that nature, because if not, you're going to wind up stagnant in your business. You're going to wind up stagnant. And it's, it's, if you keep hiring, if you keep bringing in the bottom of the barrels all because you don't want to pay them their wages. Now we do have wiggle. Oh yeah, of course. But then you have it to where a situation where I come in, where not I come in, but where I could be in. I could be this person. I'm not this person, but I could be. I could be this person that's very well seasoned, very well uh, um, um, in- introduced into doing what I'm doing, but still not giving you that 400%. I'm going to work as much as you pay me that I'm worth. So if I'm if you're paying me a, a percentage of what I feel like I'm worth and I'm going to work a percentage, not the hundred percent, but as a small, uh, I'm going to take off a percentage of, if you paying me 50% of what I'm worth, then I'm going to work my 50% of what I'm, what I'm paid. If you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Some people think like that. Unfortunately, even the seasoned veterans like myself will think like that. Like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm going to take this job, but I'm not going to give you my all. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. some people are like that. I'm not saying I'm like that because I, I just have a guilty conscience when it comes to working half-assed. Like, you know, I put it, I still put in my all, but 
You know, sometimes you just, you know what I mean? You want to, you know, you, you'd be like, yo, I ain't getting paid enough for this. You know what I'm saying? Or you just, you compartmentalize and you pick your job and that's it. Like, that's what you want to do. Like, okay, fine. This is what I'm going to do. Right. Yeah. And that kind of brings me back to this job that I applied for. And uh, it was like a weird phone interview. It was when I first moved back up to, uh, back up to Jersey. Mm-hmm. This company that makes uh, fiber co- optic cables. And they were mm. looking for a supervisor, right? So I applied, and they loved my resume. So what messed me up, and like I still think about it to this day, was the guy asked me, you know, what kind of salary you were asking for. And I gave him a number, and he literally stopped the interview and said, why would you want such a low number? And I was like, what do you mean? I, you asked me what I thought was fair. This is what I wanted or this is what I, I think is fair and he goes yeah but you have so much experience you have schooling you have this you have that why would you settle and since that ended, you know I didn't get the position but I was like damn I could have asked for so much and they that's weird why he, why can I I'm sorry go ahead I'm sorry no I that was just basically it I was just like uh-huh. damn that's crazy why did why didn't you if you don't mind me asking why didn't you get the job did he tell you i think he if i recall he stated that the position that i was going to interview for had two other applicants that had experience i'm the only one that didn't have experience right in, right right in the field that's where he stated yeah cuz i'm sitting here like so it was more along the lines of okay so he he did even though you didn't get the job, he did his job. Yeah. Because he hired the experienced people probably for more money than he could have hired, than he could have paid for you mm-hmm. with no experience. Because he knew in the back of the in the back of the end, it was going to cost more money in the long in the long run by training you. You may not have liked it. You may not even, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you may you might have quit. You know what I'm saying on some other stuff. So. And he wasted money instead of the people that already know the business that's, that have the experience. They're going to be on some like, yo, I already know what to do. I already know what it's going to be hitting for. And, you know, just bring me in. Give me this amount of money, which is going to be more than the experienced person just asked for, asked you for. And they're going to, you know, save money in the long run because they already know. And it's no risk. It's, it's no risk. You don't as a as a employer taking risk is what you don't do. Yeah. Some people do that. I know we do do it. I'm sorry. Sometimes we do take risk on people. We gamble on people. You know what I mean? And we Absolutely. win big sometimes. But it's it's a no no in the in the industry. It's a no no. You don't take risk on people. Like you just like look. If this is if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's most likely a duck. So oh, yeah, duck duck goose nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, man. All right, folks. Did you if you made it here at the end? We appreciate you once again. We love you and all that good stuff. And um, we just thank you guys, man, and um, for all the support that you've given us, all the listens. You know, you could have listened to anything in the world, but you listen to us. So I do thank you for all that. All right. You guys have a great night, great evening, great afternoon, great morning. All right. Take care. God bless.